Hey, bro. We are uh, we're we're here to talk talk about some anime. Um, yep. It's it's getting about that time. Um, <clears throat> it's closer to the well. Shit, I don't know what time it is, but uh, I feel like it's getting to a point in Attack on Titan where some shit's about to pop off. Uh, mm. And I say that where like every week some shit, some crazy ass shit has popped off. But like, uh, yeah, uh, this week's t- broke my heart. But yeah, right. we'll get into it. Yeah, I mean. Attack on Titan is one of those shows where it's always kind of followed a similar a similar kind of not a formula but like there's kind of like a, a wavelength to Attack on oh, wait, Titan. Wait, 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 wait. What? Well, I mean, this is a Wasteland an anime podcast. I am one of your oh, co-hosts, yeah. Dom Esquivan. Yeah, hey guys, and over there is Nathaniel. He's talking about how uh, Attack on Titan follows a similar path and get back into that and yeah. uh, yeah. if you could please it, please do right. do continue sure sure so i guess what i'm trying to get at is i've always seen attack on titan like i feel like if you went and mapped everything out like i, I feel like there's like a very comfortable wavelength where it's not the kind of show where oh every week there's because the, i think a lot of people like when the show when the anime adaptation first happened i feel like a lot of people were into it for like oh we want the crazy the shock value yeah the shock value the crazy fights but as as it continues on you start to realize that it it, it like goes from like the hypest craziest like you know fights or whatever you want to call it fights or you know explo- battles. explosive battle moments and then it like dips down into like very the softest, sweetest, most tender, like, small moments. Yeah, and like, and in between those moments are like th- this like high level like political thriller kind of stuff, and then it like jumps back into like th- these crazy arcs, you know. Like season three was very much like that. It was like kind of explosive opening, kind of like a back down, and then, and then it ends with like the the battle to retake Wall Maria arc, which was like. One of my favorite, like probably my favorite. Well, I don't know. The Marley arc was is is hard to beat, but yeah, it's great stuff. But yeah, now we're kind of yeah the Marley arc, all the kind of explosive stuff there has ended, and we've just been kind of back in parody. And there's like, you know, like we're getting caught up with the devils, so to speak, and then now we're kind of at a point where we're just seeing everything play out and we're kind of just waiting for like, you know, like you said, shit to pop off again. And this week was very much focused on Gabby, small Gabby and the boy Falco. Yeah. So, uh, man, I kind of feel like I'm doing a disservice to the fans coming in here with the low energy. But as I said last week, guys, we've got a lot of anime to talk about. We are talking about the great deceiver. Uh, first of all, after that, we're going to get into a little skate and uh, skate on infinity. And then, of course, Hunter Hunter. Mm-hmm. But with uh, Gabby and Falco, a.k.a. Ben and Mia on the run, on the lamb. Uh, yeah. A lot of I'm I'm still seeing a lot of hatred for Gabby out there. And yeah, some people were uh, a lot of fans were saying that this would be the episode where uh, you'd finally see like this different side of Gabby and maybe Gabby would finally see the light and all this other jazz and didn't really happen. It, I mean, Gabby was fucking, she was 10 toes to the ground uh, yeah. for her people and for the fact that Marleyans are trash and all that. It's, you know? uh, yeah, I just, 
I don't know. I like I understand it and I don't understand it because it's like would everyone? She's been fucking brainwashed. Yeah, like would everyone be satisfied if she was like day one Gabby, and then like what five episodes later she's like I'm completely I, turned around and like a different yeah. character is like that's just not who she is. It's gonna you got to give her some time, bro. It's gonna take her. Yeah, I mean she's what like twelve or thirteen or something like that's right. her. That's 13 years, her entire life from birth. And it's not just that. It's her, it's 13 years indoctrinated into a certain way. I mean, she's a child soldier. Take, I mean, take a child soldier from like Uganda or something and throw him into a Connecticut middle school and expect him to acclimate. It's not going to happen, you know, or it could. Uh, check out my new uh, sitcom on CBS this fall. You got a title? Um, <laughs> uh, no, I, I feel like it's it's a we'll it workshop be, it. It yeah, it's you know I don't want to. Its lead in is going to be Young Sheldon, but it's going to be like a night of like middle school comedies, middle school like uh, fish out of water comedies, because you got this child soldier from Uganda and he's like now in Connecticut and he's in homeroom, but he's got an AK forty seven. Yeah, that's I was gonna, just, that's I was oof. just I was just gonna say <laughs> it's not like gonna yeah, go is, well. is he literally just gonna be wearing like oh, God. full on like child like he doesn't yeah he doesn't like change he's in fatigues his, his outfit yeah. Yeah, he's in like uh yeah. It that sounds like the kind of show that would be like a fake show on like South Park or something like Oh man, I was know? thinking like Mr. Show. I was yeah, hoping that yeah, I would at least hit like Mr. That. Show territory, but you gave me South Park. That's fine. That's well, fine. I mean, That's cool. I'm just thinking like any edgy like comedy like mm. that has like a fake show within the show. Right, right, you right. You know, it it could be take take anyone i've never really seen south park so i don't know what is it what what is your life what do you mean you've never really seen south park i mean like it's the what were you watching between the ages of 11 and 14 what were you up to uh, like i'm just saying that south park is it's the kind of show that like i've seen but i every week like every week you say new millhouse things to make me think you're more millhouse than ever before I'm just saying, like, I've never... It's the kind of show where I've seen... I've absorbed a lot of its content, but through, like, disparate means. I've never sat down and Right, like, right, right. Okay, season one. I'm just, like, watching... Like, I don't have a coherent timeline of everything that happens, but, like, I know all the characters. I've seen episodes. I've seen scenes, but it's not, like, a show that I've... Like, but you've never, like, like, seen a season? No. You don't not, think? No, wow. I, don't, I don't think so. It's not It's not like The Simpsons where it's like, yes, I have an understanding of like See, that's wild season for me. by season. It, because it went from The Simpsons for me. It, it was The Simpsons up until you know the season where it's just like, all yeah. right, we got to get out of here now. But as soon as that hit is sort of when I drifted over to South Park. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering, like, what was that for you? I That's the thing, like animated shows like animated comedies were never really my thing outside of uh um the simpsons really oh my god man i like Uh, i don't know like yeah i feel like we need to do like a separate uh couple episodes where we dip into some animated uh adult comedies because there's a show coming back it's being uh rebooted i don't know if you've heard of it it's from it's from uh, Chris Miller and Phil Lord, the guys who did Lego Movie, 
and the 21 Jump Street movies and all that shit, um, they're bringing back Clone High. Did you ever watch that? Mm, no. Sounds familiar. All right. Well, uh, elevator pitch. It's uh, a secret government agency decided to clone uh, great people through history. And now they're in high school. And it's basically an animated uh, teen drama turned up to 11. But it's uh, very it's satirical with like JFK, Abraham Lincoln, Gandhi, uh, Joan of Arc, Cleopatra, those types of uh, people. But yeah, no, it's... It's good shit, but I think you'd. It's fascinating to me because a lot of the like things that you gravitate towards, like they're done very well in adult like animation. I would say, like I don't know if you've seen that Bob Odenkirk show on Amazon, um, Undone. Mm. Have you heard of that? It's yeah. all rotoscope. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. We'll chat more about it later. Yeah. We'll get into it, but uh, let's get back to. I don't know what the fuck were we talking Attack, about. Attack on Titan, Gabby Falco. That doesn't ring a bell. Um, hmm. Let's talk Simpsons. Bart's dad, Homer. He is Love a that guy. Love him. Doe. We give me more of that. Just re- really quick, we had uh, an old buddy of ours named Alex, who I remember uh, this yes. was like a big point of contention where he didn't like the Simpsons. And when I tried to, I don't know if he ever said this to you, but when I pressed him like one day on it, I was like, why? And he just, his main thing was that he didn't like Homer. <laughs> and I'm like, what? I mean, I'm like, all right. Yeah, I mean, like he's a dumbass, but like, that's, I don't know that that's like a reason to, to hate him. Like he does a bunch of stupid shitty things, but like, I don't know. It was just like a weird criticism that man, you that's hate weird. Homer. You hate Homer. I can't stand him. Bart's dad, not a fan. Huh. Okay. Um, and There's yeah. no accountant for taste, folks. Anyway, back yeah. back to att- Attack on Titan. Back to those devils of parody. We got Gabby on the run. And she finds herself in the, in the uh, hospitable clutches of uh, the Bross family. Sasha's mom, Pa. And all the orphans that were taken in. Like, what are the odds? Of course. The twist, the, the twisted pretzel of fate has found uh, Mia and Ben just chilling in this house, eating the foods of devils, you know, rubbing shoulders and shit. Yeah. And it's I mean, yeah, because it's interesting because, you know, at least with what happens in this episode, like we're the only ones who like know that. Probably. Be, right. Probably because I mean, there's just like even if. um the little girl, like, I don't know if they said her name, but even if she said, like, oh, it was Sasha, like, I don't think they... Gabby they Falco alluded to it. Might, but, like, I don't know that oh, they yeah, know no, her. They, might, no, know they her wouldn't know. Be. Yeah, yeah. So it wouldn't even really have any kind of impact. But, yeah, it's just a crazy coincidence. But, yeah, I mean, like, Gabby, like, it's... Yeah, it's just so interesting between... Gabby and Falco, how you know they have the same upbringing, but Falco is much quicker to understand how to behave. That is not gonna. He, you know, he's making. He's got. Uh, he's making he's got pragmatic self perseverance, yeah, I mean, not he... self preservation, but self preservation that's built into him. He he understands that like it, he can't always be on the attack. You know. He, he sometimes yeah, he has to play meek in order to make it to his next move. 
yeah, he he's playing it uh, smarter, not harder. You know, he's he he can put his pride away if it means uh, surviving the night. He's gonna live to see another day. Yeah, I appreciate that about Falco. And I wonder if his brother would be the same way. Like, is that just their family, or is it something in him because he's seen everything go down? Like, or is his brother like too indoctrinated in this shit? Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's hard to say. I mean, with Colt, we just don't like we haven't spent a lot of time with him. Mm. Okay, I wasn't sure if the uh, manga had any more insight on him or not. Uh, not up until this point. Okay, it's pretty much what we see is what we've all because like okay, all right, cool, cool, cool. Um, but yeah, but I mean, they're they're a good, interesting duo to have together, Gabby and Falco, because like I'm positive that. If Falco was alone, he would have never hit a guard in the head with a brick. That's true, but if Falco were alone, he probably would have been released eventually and like put on some work release program. He'd be working in the kitchen with Nicolo or some shit. You know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, first, I mean, technically, he wouldn't even be there. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He wouldn't even be there because Gabby, she, oh my god, but yeah, we were all there. We saw it happen. He would definitely be, um, be yeah, with like Nicolo or something. I mean, G- Gabby is like a wild dog. She can't hold. Oh, her. are you saying she needs to be put down, Nathaniel? Are you are you of those fans who believe that Gabby needs to no. be killed? No. Okay. All right. I just wanted to know where you stood. My no, girlfriend, I- she's watching. She's like team trash Gabby all day. Fuck that bitch. Um, I'm I'm over here like you know what she is ten toes to the ground for her people. I can't really fault her for it. I, yeah. I mean, I don't know. There's, it's, it's it's gonna be so. I'm just so fascinated to see to watch like fan reactions as the series goes on because there's just some stuff that. Oh, this, for sure. This whole, like, because, you know, you have this camp of, like, fuck Gabby all day, every day. And then you have the whole camp of Team Aaron, no matter what. Like, Aaron, hashtag Aaron did nothing wrong. Um, and just to see, like, how entrenched these fans get. And, like, if if anyone's going to come around to uh, different things as things I'm very, progress, it's going to be interesting. I'm very interested to see where my opinion is going to uh, shift or if it will at all, because right now I'm just, I'm trying to watch to see where all these pieces fall because I haven't read the manga. I don't know what's coming next. And I'm seeing these people act very differently. You know what I'm saying? I'm seeing like dissension in the ranks. Like you brought up a while back, how flock was like gung ho to, uh, to kill all the people um, in Marley or whatever. And how hyped he was that they caused so much damage and how that younger crew was sort of like hyped up where the older crew was sort of yeah. subdued, you know, and there's now like that divide. And yeah. I'm, I'm watching this and me being the comic book geek that I am. I'm like, oh, shit, this is uh, the Devils of Paradise Civil War. This is uh, Aaron as like uh, Captain America and Hanji and Levi as Iron Man. They're not the good guys. I'll tell you that. So it's interesting. I wonder if my opinion is going to change because right now. Yeah. I'm not I'm not seeing I mean I know Aaron is reckless. I know that. I get that. But Flock, he's spitting facts right now. Every I mean, yes, what Aaron did 
was dangerous, but it was also necessary. Right or wrong? They were going to have to do it eventually. Um... The people of Marley were going to attack the island. Yeah. Correct? Yeah, well, um, yeah, at some point. Yeah, because they hadn't because... Yeah, they just assumed they, all the Titans would have caused a problem. Yeah, well, because all and also they were trying to wrap up that like Middle yeah, East yeah, 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 yeah. war. So yeah, yeah it other. was it was coming eventually. Like we saw back when, back before the battle on Marley happened, we saw them like the the warriors like conspire. Right. So Aaron sped up the inevitable and also crippled their forces. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so far, so far, this yeah, is what I've I seen. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, this is like where a lot of the tensions back on parody are stemming from to, to some extent is that, I mean, now they're, most of the conflict is coming with like, what do they do next after this has happened? But like before that, it's like we saw via the flashbacks that like, do they attack now? Do they like defend parody or, you know, it's like, do you stay and defend parody with everything that you have? Or yeah, do you go out to and finish what you start to, to fire the first bullet? So to well, speak, they already and... fired the first bullet. They need to right now. They, yeah, yeah. They're but... deciding whether or not they need to finish what they started or uh, batten down the hatches, so to speak. Yeah. But I just mean like before the, all the Mar like the Marley arc happened when get, getting into Aaron's headspace, it's like, yeah, you know, they're going there to do recon, but does he just fuck shit up over there mm. and leave them in tatters or yeah, it, it's so I mean, gotcha. did, right now, did he did he do anything wrong? I mean, I don't know. It's it's hard. It's too hard to say. You got a little I mean, shit eating grin on your face, bro. <laughs> um, hey, turn your camera off if you can't keep it together. All right. No spoilers. I'm not, spo I'm not spoiling anything. Yeah, but you got um, a face about you, and I can read you like a fucking. Book. Well, it's just it's it's hard when we do these Attack on Titan episodes, and you say, "Well, what do you think?" It's like, well, I don't know. I I I have more. I'm not saying exactly like uh, tell me exactly what you think. I'm saying maybe in in the moment I, that I think, you read it, where yeah, were you? you in know? the moment, in the moment that I read it, and just seeing like how yeah, because you have like Flock's crew who is like very ride or die for Aaron and the Eldians. You know, he Flock even called it in this episode, I think, the Eldian Empire. Like he mm. wants he wants the Eldians to rise above. like he doesn't want to he like Flock and them, I don't think like they just they don't just want to be free. No, they don't want to be freedom they don't want freedom, they don't want equality, they want superiority, they want yeah, to be they, on top. They want yeah, what they want the reality that the rest of the world perceives them as. Mm -hmm. right i think like flock in them like they want to embrace that and yeah they're like if we're the devils and we will be the devils we will be your rulers i, I kind of respect it <laughs> yeah i mean uh, it's it's i mean that's i think it's it's all just a big gray mess because like we see what they've been through but then you know in the kind of big emotional scene of the episode where you have the kind of like showdown between gabby and the the other girl where gabby's like 
or the girl's like, my mom, like, why did my mom have to die? And Gabby's like, what do you mean? Like, it's so simple. Like, the Eldians are pieces of shit. And, like, they yeah. wiped out all yeah, this Yeah, you guys stuff. brought this on yourselves. What are you talking and, about? And the girl's like, but my mom, like, we've just Yeah, she died this- four years ago. This, uh, Gabby was bringing up shit that happened thousands of years ago. She was like, what? It, it's so simple. Thousands of years ago, your ancestor, your ancestors, they were garbage. And the girl's like, yeah, but my mom died four years ago. So what did my mom do four years ago to deserve death? Yeah, exactly. And it's just, yeah, it's the whole sins of the father thing. It's like, how, how long are are people held accountable? And and it's, it's hard too, even that like before they went to the basement last season and found out their whole history, it's like these people largely didn't even know, like the Royal family were the only ones who even knew. Right. So a lot of these people like literally had zero memory or knowledge that any they just, of this they stuff... they were all people in the walls. They just didn't know a world existed. They were they feared yeah. the outside world completely. Like yeah. you have your top your top scouts, Hanji, just now f- finding out about aircraft. Like yeah. that is just now happening. So you got to keep that in mind. Definitely. But uh so not only do we have Flock, we also have a young woman who uh, I had to watch a video on YouTube about this um, to break down the episode. But the woman who was speaking to Mikasa in the cell is from season one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, Mikasa killed like this giant titan and uh, got uh, Reese to unblock the wagon from blocking a tunnel that let all the people through. I remember that episode from season one, like barely, but I guess the girl was one of the people that Mikas has saved and she gave the girl the scout salute back mm-hmm. in the day. And that inspired the girl to join the scout regiment. Mm. Yeah. So that, I mean, but it's like when Mikas is walking away and she's like, what made you, uh, I forget the woman's name, but she asked Mikas, so what made you join the scouts? Was it Aaron? If it was Aaron, then freeing Aaron should be your, like, and Mikasa cuts her off and she's like, shut your mouth. Like, you're going too far. You're saying too much. But, I mean, I don't know, man. It makes me wonder if Mikasa's, like, tantamount goal and priority is always to keep Aaron safe and always to care, and she always cares about Aaron and it's always Aaron first. And she's leaving Aaron in that cell. Mm-hmm. It's for a reason. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm thinking. It's like, gotta trust it. Gotta let it go. Gotta let yeah. go and let God, you know? <clears throat> Definitely. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, uh, there's just so many, like you said, up to, up at the top, like, there's so many, like, pieces on the chessboard. Like, you mm. got Aaron in the cell, you have Gabby and Falco out in the country, you have fucking um, Zeke out in the redwoods with, or yeah. the sequoias with garden with Levi. by, by yeah. Levi, and you have Yelena and the yeah, the she's in a safe house or some shit. She's locked up. Yeah, they're just like keeping them on lockdown to see what happens. You have uh, damn, you have all these Marlians kind of like on the island at various places. You know, like people like Nicolo on work release. Um, there's uh, yeah, and you have Flock in this like ride or die Aaron little fan club. I called him his disciples. He's got literal disciples now. They are yeah. they're down I, for Aaron. I will say that they do get like a name. 
like there and... like like there's a <laughs> there there may there may or may not be like um a name for their little group at some point sons of aaron because they were because i remember the the they were the something of ymir right um the subjects of ymir yeah the subjects of ymir so maybe there's going to be like the aaronites or the the aaron acolytes aaron uh, aaron's angels i don't know there's something tip of my tongue yeah it's yeah you're you're close Damn, um, when when does the name drop? I'm curious. I'm I'm not sure. I mean, pro, you know, like you said, I mean, things can't stay um but what I mean like is like forever. we don't know when the when when the season's going to end. Like I don't want that's, I, I want to Well, I, I, that's that's the thing. Like I've heard rumblings that like right. I, th- I think you even heard that it's going to be split in two. I've heard Yeah. I heard from someone recently that this season was going to be like 16 episodes motherfucker i, I told you that i said I, that yeah and i did you, i don't think i denied the, the only thing that i am said no way oh, okay but what i'm saying is there is zero percent there's no reality where in because this was episode 10 right 10 or 11 yeah yeah 10 there, there's no reality that they would catch up to sure uh, the manga with six five or six episodes so what i'm saying is if it is really ending in 16 episodes, like 100% there's going to be a season four part two because hmm. there's there's just not enough time. And I did some math just on my own the other day. Like, Ooh, try, look at you. What trying, a calculator, ab- Abacus? What's up? What, Abacus. What you adding on? Abacus. Um, Old school. I did Dang some it. math and like, I think, I think I know exactly where this season part one is going to end. And like I'm, I'm crossing my fingers. It's gonna end on this like exact moment that I am thinking of. And I mean, do you want to tweet that out like secretly, like put that out in the just to call it? So when you mm-hmm. are right, you can uh, like just like pull that retweet up and just be like, "Told you," because you I, could do that. I should. I should. Yeah. Yeah. I'll you just put that out there. I'll. Yeah. I'll. I'll figure out how to word it, but it. If it ends where I think it is going to end for this season, like it might be like the cliffhanger of the century. Like, oh my god, that's all I'm going to say. If like if they don't end it there, like I don't know what they're doing, but we'll see. Why don't you like? That's how you should fucking word it. If they don't like, if they do not end season four part A on this, like, and then like whatever the panel is in the manga then they're complete idiots or they're crazy. But like you, you, you can only word put it the image of well the you panel. can word it and then drop it down. Like people do that thing where like yeah. you know you can drop down the image so you click on it and then you see it if you want to. But yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna click on it. But people who have read the manga they'll they'll click on it and they can agree or disagree and all that shit. That's all I'm saying. That's true. Or maybe I could do the thing where like I make a tweet and say spoilers below and then below that tweet. I respond with the with the image. maybe I'm gonna, I'm, the I'm construction of a tweet because I, I just I don't want to be one of those guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Who, yeah, yeah. who acts like someone didn't know what they were getting themselves into, you know, and For sure. And, and they see like because the panel is very explicit that I'm thinking of. Um, oh, damn. So it would not be anything anyone wants to see. But yeah, maybe I'll do that because I do. I do want some kudos. 
You know? <laughs> he wants your credit. I, yeah. I understand that. Definitely. Um, but yeah, attack on Titan. It's uh, mm, mm, ev- mm. every week a banger. Hey, motherfucker. How about a, uh, a text about a, a little, a little after credit scene for the, for the, for the credits. You didn't say, you usually send me a text. Uh, I got I nothing. I know. I, I don't know. I, I thought about it, but I, well, it didn't matter because I sit through the end credits now because that fucking end credit song, man, it's it so hits good. me in my heart. It hits yeah, me in my heart every I, time. I'm just like, oh shit. Uh, I, uh, uh. I love this end credit song. Yeah. Yeah. I, it fucking bangs hard. And, uh, that's when, you know, we get to see, uh, the warriors of Marley, right? They are, they're talking to, who's that guy? Magath? Magath? Yeah. Yeah. And he's letting them know that uh, he believes that Zeke survived because they only found a few bits and pieces, not enough of his full body, just a few arms and legs. And the ODM gear is like retrofitted with Marleyan technology that only they have, like, there's no other way that they could have gotten it except from Zeke by way of Yelena, who went to Paradis. Yeah. So they and put they put all the dots together. Yeah, and plus, like, Peak had those yeah, suspicions, seen, yeah. too, and seeing all that stuff. So, yeah. And then, yeah, I mean, it, it's an interesting moment, like, that, that end scene where you kind of see all of them kind of contemplating this, and Magath, I think, says, like, like six months or something, you know, we'll yeah, plan. Yeah. And, and you'd think after everything that Reiner has been through that he would maybe be the most, like the level headed one, but he's like, no, like fuck it. Bro. Which is insane. I was like, whoa, like bruh, Reiner, they got the colossal Titan. They got the Warhammer Titan. They got the attack Titan. They got the founding Titan. They got the beast Titan. What the fuck are you talking about right now? chill like he's got a death wish yeah like he's not they, thinking right now they only have yeah it's they only have three titans to their yes name. Uh, they, but not only that not only do they only have three titans to their name but they don't have any fucking ackermans any ackermans they got no ackermans on their squad we got two we don't even know what yeah. they're fucking capable of but we got two ackermans get out of here come yeah, on it's uh, very they're out of their fucking minds if they think they're going to do any damage. I mean, I, I assume that there's going to be bloodshed on both sides and there's going to be lives lost. Like, I'm going to be crying because Connie caught one to the head or some shit. I don't know who's going to die. Jean probably is going to have to slit Mika's Mika, throat for some reason. Like, everyone's going to be switching sides and I'm going to, like, Peek's going to pull off a mask and she's going to be uh, Captain Irwin, who's been, like, infiltrating. It's. It, these are my weird theories, but yeah. what I am saying is I'm hyped. Like, yeah, Reiner was just like, fuck that. We're going in now. We have to attack. And I'm like, oh, shit. So there, there are too many things up in the air because there are too many factions on the island who don't trust each other right now. And everyone on Marley wants the island obliterated so the people of the island they need to come together and they need to figure something out before they get fucked up you know yeah because right now they're they're all these separate people they're these separate little pods trying to figure out what their next move is instead of uniting to defend themselves because they're gonna have to defend themselves now they've they shot the first i mean they didn't shoot the first shot 
they retaliated. And I mean, fuck, man, it's on, bro. You know, mm-hmm. let's go. Definitely. Well, I'm excited. Are you? Yeah. Well, I'm I'm living vicariously through. Uh, yeah through you and through the internet and twitter and everything so it's fun i get that i get that um definitely well you have some other shows and things to update us on (sighs) i mean i had some shows and things to update us on i asked you to watch skate the infinity did you watch skate the infinity listen i finished dark season two okay that was the trade-off that was a, that was an episode and a half, man. I, I had like three episodes. It was like episode six, seven, and eight. It was three episodes. Oh, okay. All right, fine. We'll talk. We'll talk dark season two in a little bit. If that was a trade off, that was fine. The only reason I wanted you to watch those episodes is because of our conversation that we were having last week. Excuse me. Um, during Hunter Hunter regarding the friendship between Kilwa and Gon and how mm-hmm. much I am a fan of their relationship and you necessarily aren't buying it yet. Right. You haven't seen too much of it or you haven't seen. I mean, I I'm, I'm into it. I just, right. uh, I, I, you feel don't think like, that it's been earned yet. Right. Uh, their devotion I'm, towards one another. I'm kind of on the fence. Like it, it's, I, I don't know what's true or not anymore. Cause like they're spending mm. so much time together and they do have a good rapport and everything. And I'm buying, like, I buy them on screen together. I buy their all their interactions. I guess it was just that initial, like, fiery, like the fire behind their eyes for each other. Like, I, 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 hmm. I wasn't there, like, in that moment. Okay, if you, if you know what I mean. But like, I, I enjoy them together. I think they're a great duo. Um, hmm. it's just maybe that like moment of, you know, like we talked about last week, where it's just like, okay, the I, lo- I love to see the passion, but it's like. Yeah, I didn't know that they had enough time with one another to where I 100% bought into okay. the well, initial thing. But yeah, that's part of why I wanted you to check out these episodes because of the, juxtap- the juxtaposition of the Reki Langa friendship and the Gon Kilowa friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, because we've watched, uh, what now, 34 episodes of Hunter Hunter. And I wanted to know, like, what you thought about the two main protagonists' friendship versus, I mean, the seven episodes uh, I've seen of Skate the Infinity so far with the two uh, main protagonists. That's, like, that was my main thing. Because episode seven, man, it was some rough stuff. And anyone who has watched Skate the Infinity, they know. Uh, It was the announcement of the tournament arc and uh it's there's been a there's been a kerfuffle in the crew all right mm. the the group is not as solid as it once was and we have uh we have breakoffs and we have people uh being manipulated possibly we just don't know what's going to happen next and you know you're always strongest when you're whole you know divided we stand uh or wait no United we stand, divided we fall. That's nine eleven, man. Never forget. Right. Um, yeah. So no, I just wanted to talk about that, but it's not so much to. It's not so much fun to talk about if you yeah. haven't seen it. You know. Yeah, I I get it. I mean, yeah. One, I just didn't have enough time to fit it in, and two. Oh yeah, for sure. I would. Yeah. I just like I've gotten the feeling that I want to just like get it all in one go. 
but mm. rather than waiting week to week there's only so right. many there's only so many anime i can do week to week and like attack on titan is like the perfect anime um yeah that i can but, get into week to week yeah that's why i brought up skate the infinity yeah, seven yeah. episodes yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, but yeah not enough time not enough time um but yeah i am interested to know what you think uh if you do get enough time to check out those episodes to let me know what you think about the uh the friendship and like how the writers built that up versus the dynamics of Gon and Kilowa and maybe what worked there and what works here and what doesn't for you. That's basically what mm -hmm. I wanted to know because I mean, I'm feeling a certain type of way about both friendships. I like them. I enjoy them both. Definitely. There's one that I like more than the other. And I feel like given the number of episodes of skate, the infinity, they've accomplished more like making me believe that these two guys are best friends and there and there's like a love mm -hmm. here more so than uh going in Kilowa for hunter hunter but again that's not the main point of that show but when you make it the crux of a few episodes where they're like where we have to get back to each other because we want to be such great friends and we haven't seen too much of that being built up that's yeah that's where i just wanted yeah. your opinion and sort of just talk it out yeah well I, I think it's a great discussion because you know i've only seen i've only <clears throat> seen and read so many series of anime and manga in my time but it is interesting to think about these different series and anime as a whole and stuff like you think you see so many like teams and crews you mm -hmm. know but i don't know that i am aware of and maybe there's all kinds of great friendships in like just two individuals um oh you're talking duos yeah i'm talking i'm talking like classic anime duos like maybe there's mm. a bunch that i don't know about but in terms of what i'm aware of i only know a couple um so i'm, I'm interested to see that in um skate the infinity when i watched that eventually um and juxtapose and you know compare that and contrast that to um to hunter hunter um but yeah i mean in my experience you know it's it's gonna be a meme at this point that i look here we go Look, I don't need it from you, all right? I don't need it. I just don't need it. Um, okay, fine. I won't say but, it. Just go ahead. Say what you're going to say. Look, I've mentioned it before on the show, but JoJo Part 7, which <sighs> is one of my favorite things ever, Part 7, okay? It, it hasn't been adapted uh, to, to anime. It's manga only. But that, I'm just saying that that part is like... It is literally just two guys, and it's to me, it's like one of my favorite um, fictional duo friendships ever. Hmm. So, like, okay. that's something that I think about a lot. Like, that's like my touchstone when I think about uh, duos and friendships in these different stories. So, you know, that's kind of where my head's at when when I think about this kind of stuff. But nice, um, I, I do, I do like uh gone and kill or uh Killua. but yeah just in the context of hunter hunter it's just a weird dynamic that i'm not totally like have my head wrapped around yet yet where it's like 
you got these two friends and it's kind of building them up but then there's these other like kind of ancillary main mm-hmm. characters and i just don't exactly know how it all like is gonna mesh together in the long run okay all right cool well um that's pretty much all i had to say about skate the infinity um looking forward to the tournament arc can't wait to see it i was shocked to find out guys i don't know if uh you all at home knew this only 12 episodes for the first season so yeah um Episode 8 drops on Saturday. Looking forward to it. Can't wait. Nice. Yeah. So, Nathaniel. Yeah. Hunter. Hunter. Yeah. This is a show uh, about, uh, I don't know, what, 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 tell me a little bit about Hunter Hunter. We're, we're, See, we're in the Heaven's Ark I'm, episodes. I'm going to be bold here, and I'm going to say Hunter Hunter is really a show about not just one hunter, but at least two hunters. Hence, mm. Hunter Hunter. Um, okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, so these, yeah, an exciting, uh, yeah, it's in, an interesting set of episodes. You know, we've started a new arc, the Heavens oh, shit. Tower arc. Wait, what? shut up. Stop talking. Uh, I have to interrupt. I don't know if you knew this, but I feel like we're some of the dumbest people in the world for uh, hosting an anime podcast. We chose Hunter Hunter, and we didn't even get into any of the history about it for a second i know we sort of dipped in dived in eyes blind mm-hmm. but did you know this had a 1999 adaptation before the 2011 one that we're watching yeah you're nodding your head yes you didn't say anything you piece of shit well, you mentioned this to I, me I, I yeah i don't know i we should well i guess i guess your guy it's, kite it's, he pops up in the 99 version he's in that one yeah i don't know i mean i i mentioned i think last week that he got mentioned again in the manga like he, they're really keeping him in the viewer's mind in the manga and that he hasn't even been brought up once in the 2011 version which well I here's the thing odd. when i was reading up on both versions i found that the 2011 version follows the manga more closely which yeah, I, I mean found it's interesting it's like a one-to-one <clears throat> adaptation so but yeah uh, except in the 99 except version the stuff that's the only thing but nine, yeah 99 they got kite in this one they don't so yeah. i don't know yeah, that's like the only thing that I've noticed, and I, I'm reading every single uh, issue. Or, Did you uh, look at any of the artwork? I've like seen a little bit of it. I haven't like watched anything really. Mm. I haven't watched anything, but I've like checked out a few Google images, yeah. and I don't know about that '90s uh, anime, yeah. but there's well, something about it that hits like it scratches this little nostalgia itch, and it it looks. I don't know. It just looks so different to me. Like it's like alt worldy in a way. Yeah. Cause it's well, like, so it's so different. And yeah. it's especially weird when you have like the modern, mm-hmm. like a more modern version. And this is actually just really super quick. Like something I actually never brought up. I don't think when we were going through Stardust Crusaders, but Stardust Crusaders actually had a 1997, I think adaptation. What? Yeah. I forgot to, to ever mention that. And wait, but what was the one that we were watching? 2012, I think. Or, yeah, 13 maybe. Wow. Yeah, and like I, I've, okay. I've definitely seen bits and pieces from that. And it's just, it's like, yeah, it's just a very weird thing to watch. Like the same scenes that like if you squint, it's like 
<laughs> okay, yeah, like it's the same thing, but it's like the unsuccessful like younger brother or something. Mm. Like it, it's very it's very weird, but um yeah, I did know about the 99 version. Well, thank but, you for But like me know. I, I'm trying to like you know we have an anime podcast, right? You don't have to keep I, anime secrets from me. You can I, share anime. I know, secrets. but I, I guess I just feel like I was happy to be in a kind of like blind position with this, uh, and like with with JoJo, I felt like I had to come every week as like with all this like background knowledge and stuff to whatever. Yeah, with, I know, with, but it would have been well either way. At well, least we're, ta- we're talking about we're ta- it. exactly either way. Our fans know about it now. The fans of Hunter Hunter, I'm sure, have always known about it. Um, but yeah. I just, I, it's something I discovered today while I was, uh, just chilling, doing some research, scrolling through my computer and, uh, yeah, I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so yeah, heaven's arena arc. Let's get into it. The boys there in the tower fighting their way to the top, trying to earn some Kashish. It's gone. It's Killua. They're fucking everybody up. And we're meeting new friends. We're meeting, uh, new trainers, new pals. Let's, I mean, What's up? Talk I, talk to me, bro. Yeah, I mean, I was not exactly I'm not sure what I was necessarily anticipating with this kind of like tournament arc, so to speak, but um yeah, it, it it's it's a tournament arc, but like coupled with like a training arc where you're getting you're finally after all this time learning get, about the powers. Learning about the the like what I assume is the central power system. Which is like something that I could ima- I could understand Gon having never heard about it, but I was a little surprised that Killua had never heard of this power system or hmm. whatever you'd want to call it within the world, like this ability Nen. Well, why is that? Huh? Why is that? Um. Well, I don't know. I, I guess I would assume that his that the Zoldic family would have feelers out. And like, well, because he even said that he thinks that these are powers that his brother, right, has. So like, clearly his family knows about it. And you would just think that why wouldn't you want to have Nen in your arsenal? Well, because his family are a family of assassins. The power that they gain is by knowing how to kill people. So why would you want to teach that to someone that could potentially then kill you? They don't want Kiowa to know. Kiowa's got all the potential in the world, man. You got to, yeah, keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Come yeah. on, Nathaniel. I, I shouldn't have to explain this stuff to you. You're going to get yourself killed out there if you keep this up. You're too trusting. This is what I always tell you. Listeners at home, Nathaniel's too trusting. Mm-hmm. He, he's a, he's not a, he, he's a gullible. You know what I'm saying? He's a big, he's a big cow. He's a very gullible. Okay. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of want to start here if you want. Like, what talk yeah. to me about your feelings? Because I have some thoughts and feelings about um, this power system and. Nen oh, we're talking about the power system ten. first. Unless you want to start elsewhere, I no, just no, no, no. I'm cool. Uh, yeah, like I'm what, fine like, with the power set. Look, no disrespect. Coming off of stands and coming off of uh, Haman. This new Nen tent, like focusing on your chi and your breathing and uh, your aura, 
that's all like shit that I've dealt with in anime. That's like all ethereal to the point where I like I can shrug my shoulders and believe it. That these guys have like they can harness the the power within them and focus their energy and that's like shit in Dragon Ball that they do all the time. You know, to the point where early yeah. on that they had scout readers where you could read someone's energy. And uh, eventually they learned how to read it without the technology of the scout reader. And you could just sense it. So this is in the same vein as that. And yeah, I don't know. It was fine by me. Yeah. Um, I think I feel similarly. I'm not definitely not mad at it. Um, but yeah, what we've seen so far in the whole yeah chi kind of inner energy you got to train to find it you have this kind of aura around you it's like it's i mean clearly people can use these abilities i guess in unique ways i mean we see that with like ahsoka and um some of these other fighters that we'll talk about but like yeah generally speaking like i i gotta be honest like my eyes were sort of glazing over a little bit like when they were like going into like the deep dive Oh, I couldn't follow it for shit, which is why I took the liberty to record that little soundbite that will drop in eventually. Uh, I don't know where, maybe here, here, or here. I don't know. Yes. You tell me when. Here. Ten, the ability to envelop your body in a shroud of Nen aura, making it tougher and slowing the effects of aging. Zets, a technique which shuts off your flow of Nen aura. Effective for concealing your presence and recovering from fatigue. Ren, a technique for creating an especially strong Nen aura. It is crucial for increasing your power. Hatsu, the release of your Nen aura after using Ren to boost it. These four elements are known as the four exercises and are critical to the mastery of Nen. Cool. Right here. This is the explanation for the nen uh power set from master wing yeah but yeah it's it was conflicting this whole like explanation thing like it you know because they're talking about nen and they're talking about 10 and then i feel like there's five other things where i'm just like okay there's like different levels and then you got soka he was using in and in order to see his in you had to learn gyo and there was like all yeah so I feel like we're gonna we're gonna have to pull up the Wikipedia or the Hunterpedia as it's called and just like right. keep a list of the shit so we know what the hell we're talking about. But uh, right now the guys are learning Nen, or they were being trained on the practices of Nen by Master Wing, who they met um, after they defeated what's his name, Pucci or Zuchi, 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 mm. little Zuchi. Yeah, um, I yeah, guess I mean, he's like Ma- their new little buddy. Master Wing is an interesting dude. Like he just looks like this fucking guy. He looks like a salary man. Like he's just right some it, dude. He, again. Well, he he looks like just a nerd. It's like the he looks like a '90s version of Ida from My Hero Academia. Mm, yeah, but yeah, um, but yeah, he subverts your expectations of what you think a martial arts master would be because i mean first of all he's not even a martial arts master he is a master of nen so it's just harnessing and that's another thing with this power set you don't have to be 
a fighter necessarily. You just have to be able to harness the power within yourself and bluff. Right. Because that's what Master Wing essentially said it was. You're you're manifesting uh, your will and you're pushing it out of your body and force like you're forcing your energy out and whatever energy you harness, I think like you when you force it out it it frightens your opponent yeah i mean it's i i don't I fully I don't understand know. it yet but yeah we got that one instance of like gone and kill heading up to i think it was yeah the 200th floor and then hisoka reveals that he's there and he was like yeah you guys can't get by yeah and you're not ready yet and then they find out that it was his nen like sending out a signal that no matter what they couldn't pass or right. something they like were they're butt ass naked in a blizzard as uh mr wing told him right um so yeah nen uh pretty complicated hard to follow for me at least but yeah I'm, it's pretty yeah yeah I'm, it's pretty complicated up front they don't make it easy for you to follow i'll give you that yeah but yeah i i nonetheless i'm happy that we have kind of at least a baseline understanding for what seems like the main one of the main power sets of the series so at least we get something and not only that i am excited to see that these it's only the beginning for them because uh master wing said their power like he said each person harnesses ren i don't know if he said ren or ten or if it was nen that they harnessed differently and their attributes would, I mean, the power would then begin to display different attributes at a certain point. Mm. Do you remember that? Yeah. Well, are you talking about, because I thought at one point he said something like, yeah, once you kind of harness all this stuff, it like, yeah, takes shape within each individual person right. in a different Differently. way. So yeah, that, which is why Hisoka can like make yeah. things stretch and whatnot. And yeah. And so things. like that, promise excites me because i don't want right. some power system where everyone can just do the same shit yeah so yeah and that's kind of what it's like in dragon ball where it's just all energy blasts for the most part and people have different techniques for the energy blast but it's at the base it's just energy blasts yeah. you know but with my hero it it's sort of like the quirks everyone's got a different quirk you know what i mean yeah no well, one's the same and i love that yeah and yeah i do like the my hero quirk and like on a similar level you know with stands you know even true, though there's true. like there's shitty quirks and there's shitty stands but oh like, for sure 100%. But, reg but regardless yeah i love the idea that everyone's coming to the table with some like totally different um yeah thing. and i'll say as much as i shit on jojo uh the stand like abilities hands down some of the most creative ways i have seen power sets used honestly um, yeah. some of the stuff that we saw, um, in that last part alone, like blew me away because I just didn't think of being able to use a manifestation of power that way. So mm -hmm. yeah, I'm excited to see what we uh, have in store for us on Hunter Hunter. Um, I kind of like do already know what Kilowatts is, but I mean, what are you going to do? You got it spoiled? It's on like if I tell you how I know, then you'll be spoiled too. It's like right there. So, mm. yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. I, I haven't really. I I've seen like I wouldn't say I've gotten any spoilers yet, but like 
every once in a while I'll like see something that it it yeah I I wouldn't say I've got anything spoiled but like I see little things here and there of like yeah. future things but nothing like right devastating um but yeah I mean so we so do you like Zuchi um yeah he's cool I mean he's just like a little a little dude uh, I kind of just kind of. Um, were were you? Because last week we kind of were talking about like, in anticipation of this arc, and the fact that we were looking forward to having. Gone and Killua like together doing stuff and we were talking about oh do we think like everyone's gonna show up like in two episodes how how are you feeling about Hiso- the fact that Hisoka showed up well I kinda uh, I was expecting Hisoka to show up eventually mm-hmm. and the way that he did show up was very uh, intriguing the fact that he tracked them down uh, yeah. and went to the uh, tower as well was very intriguing because he uh he punched Gon. I, I don't. I don't know. It's like he's he wants to be in the same orbit as Gon, but like he has no idea that Gon has decided to train himself in order to defeat Hisoka. So I didn't think. I mean, I knew that Hisoka would pop up, but I also thought, as you remember, that there would be a bigger bad that would pop up in lieu of Hisoka, and then there would be that uh, hurdle that they would have to get over. But it's just, it seems, getting to the top floor and Hisoka is up there too. Yeah, I don't know. I guess I was wrong about that, but it's still interesting to see how he plays into this whole arc. Because he's still a factor in the fact that they can't pass him. But there are still people that he may not be able to pass. You know? Yeah, I mean, he got roughed up a bit by... um that uh one Kr- dude uh kratos Kratos, kratos kratos oh, yeah it's like on the tip of my tongue starts with a k yeah i'm yeah i'm blanking but yeah i mean he got roughed up a bit and we find out that yeah because i mean their, their fight was cool and interesting because yeah it was the first time we saw hisoka who's on the ropes who, yeah and like so far he's been like you know, pretty much the most formidable presence in Hunter Hunter so far. And to see him get roughed up and then like Castro, that was Castro, Castro. Yeah. Um, but yeah, to see him get roughed up and then like, even to a point where like you think like with the whole, like his arms getting torn off thing, but then, yeah, repeatedly, but, but then they come back and you're like, Oh, it's just like an illusion. But then at the end you find out that like he did really lose his arms and he was just like, fooling everyone yeah and then there's the woman who stitched them up with nin threads so like nin can do that too yeah um yeah she was interesting i guess uh her name was moochie or machi i believe yeah um i can't remember did they say like how they know each other i can't remember no, they didn't exactly say how they know each other. They left yeah. it um, 
pretty ambiguous, I um, guess, that's going to come back later. But I assume maybe she's a part of the Phantom Troop because uh, Hisoka had that fake Phantom Troop tattoo on, you know? And yeah. he left that on until after she left. Yeah. And I, the narrator said, like, Hisoka continues to masquerade as a member of the uh, Phantom Troop or some shit. I'm like, okay, I guess that's a thing that he was doing that I didn't know about yeah. until right now. <laughs> yeah, so, I know. Like, what the fuck? When, like, yeah, that was so weird. Like, when he was in the shower and he came out and we see the tattoo, I was like, oh, shit, that's pretty... Yeah! I, I thought that just meant that he was in the Phantom Troop, and I was like, oh, shit, and, and so th that's what he whispered to Karapika. Yeah, Siri. exactly. Okay. That, that was yeah. the first thing I thought. I'm like, oh, he's telling Karapika he knows a thing or two, and, like, he's in the Phantom Troop, but then, like, he peels it off, and I'm like, wait, what and i was confused until the narrator came in and was like oh he's just masquerading i'm like why for who for yeah for who like yeah. i didn't know that until now yeah like, why who, why who is seeing like he's wearing his like clothes yes like, he's wearing clothes the whole it's time. not as if the woman saw the but then that's what i'm saying she saw him did she see him get into the shower I, like at what but, point did she leave but here's the other thing and i think um i'm forgetting um the author's name but you know of hunter Jake. Hun of hunter yeah oh Jake. of hunter hunter got it yeah, yeah. got it got it got um it. okay I i'm i'm forgetting the author's name but like he kind of shot himself in the foot a little bit at least in my eyes for this plot development or whatever where earlier when they were in the tower in the training arc um and they and uh Karapika is fighting the blue guy mm -hmm. and he's got the the phantom troop tattoo like in an instant, Karapika and I think a couple of other people can see that it's fake, like a fake tattoo. So I'm like, mm. if you can easily tell a fake Phantom Troop tattoo from a real one, then like, what's the point of having a fake one? Like, is was Hisoka's fake tattoo just higher quality? Like, well, it did look different because uh, Karapika said the way that he could tell that uh, the blue dude's phantom troop tattoo was um, fake was that it didn't have the number on its actual body. All phantom troop uh, tattoos have the number and Hisoka's had the number four, which is what led me to believe initially that it was real. And then the narrator was like, nah, 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 fuck that shit. He's joking. Yeah. So what I, the I hell? just, it worries me for when we actually meet a real phantom troop member. Yeah. I'm not going to believe it. Yeah. Because I'm like, okay, in the show so far, and we're pretty early on, <laughs> we've already seen two fake phantom troop members. <laughs> yeah. So that's like, true. like is a phantom, a real phantom troop member going to come up and there's going to be like 10 minutes of quibbling. Is about he like, one? Yeah. Is he really a phantom troop member or not? So that's a little strange. I'm but you know what, bro? Like we were talking about, um, who we were like, what we thought was going to happen and who we thought was going to pop up and mm -hmm. how I thought, um, everyone was just going to like bump into each other. The way that Karapika gets wrapped back into the story. Beautiful. I thought it was great, but I wondered, did that like sort of annoy you because of how they said when all the hunters went off that they hadn't passed their last exam and how yeah. Kilawa and Gon they're in the tower and they're learning about Nen now and Karapika, he's out in the world and he went to a hunter uh, like agency and this guy just happens to steal his hunter badge and now he's going to tell him about Nen. Like I was wondering like watching this, were you annoyed in all um, that? Uh, I, 
I wasn't annoyed, but it was a little just weird and like slightly annoying just because like I I'm glad that they're like keeping So cl- yes. Well, or what what did you say? Did you ask if I was annoyed? I said annoying. Um yeah. okay, well, maybe annoying's too strong. Like it I, okay. I okay, I wouldn't say I was annoyed, but I would say that I question I don't know what I would say. It, I, I guess I just feel like I was glad to see Kropika is, you know, still relevant and he's doing stuff. And I, it, it's just, it's just so weird. Like to, cause kind of what we were talking about before with like, okay, they get their hunter badges, but then um, what's his face is like, Oh, you're still in training basically. And then for Kropika to go to this agency and for be like, look, I'm a hunter. And they're like, nah, not good. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> not good enough. And I'm just like, what is the point of the hunter badge? But like, or the hunter card. Um, but yeah, it kind of made me. Uh, well, it made me wonder if the point for all of them was to make it to where their bodies were good enough to be able to like adapt themselves to learn Nin. Then why not just like teach them Nin right then and there after they get yeah. to the end point and. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I just, like, on one hand, I'm glad that Karapika is involved in the story still and that he's also learning Nen. But I just find it so strange that, like, they've all avoided knowing or learning anything about Nen and then at the exact same time, mm-hmm. by completely different um, circumstances, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're both, like, Nen training. So True. But I'm regardless you know it would be weird if when they all meet back up uh you know gone and kill or like nen and uh Karapika is like wait what the hell is that yeah you know? and then they have to train him that would be trash yeah so that but, w- that wouldn't be good i i'm just curious yeah. now like what the fuck is leorio gonna do <laughs> yeah what's Leorio? like is he gonna <laughs> he's gonna be their chauffeur is he gonna learn medicine then or something like probably like yeah like I- i'm I'm most curious, I think, to see like how they're going to deal with because I don't really know how much longer the this tower. Well, it's six more episodes, part. right? It's only thir- It's a thirteen episode season. Uh, I believe it's only yeah. It's just for this arc. Hmm. Well, yeah. It, well, it's just because like yeah, I don't know because I was looking up like a list of. Um, like an arc list just to see what how it was classified and like season one was technically two arcs because they do yeah I guess, the zoldic arc the zoldic family arc so yeah but yeah if season, checking on that too. season two is pretty short so it makes sense that um it would just be the the tower arc but um but yeah there's not too much more time left until they're all back together again in york new city so I'm just, yeah, I'm really curious to see what the hell happens with Leorio and, like, how he's going to continue to be relevant. Bro, um, so, uh, I wish I just, should I tell you? I just, I saw the name of one of the arcs coming up. It's not a huge spoiler or anything, but it sort of answers a question that you had early on about I, I think, what. Well, I think I think I saw what you're talking about when I looked at a list of arcs. You, what is it? I I assume you're talking about um because I think it goes, yeah, like the celestial tower or whatever. Um, Heaven's Tower or he- Heaven's Arena. Heaven's Arena, 
York, New City, and then Greed Island. But isn't Phantom Troop in there? No. I mean, uh, I didn't see that, but I was looking at something else. You had asked a question early on about like what they're hunting or whatever. And I saw one of the uh, arcs is called uh, Chimera Ant Arc. Oh, so I, I've seen I've seen that. Yeah, no, I just thought uh, we're finally going to see some big old monsters that they have to hunt. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I guess if you take it literally, I guess it could just be a big ant. Well, Chimera Ant, what the fuck else is it going to be? Yeah, I don't know. I Well, yeah, well, because, yeah, I, well, I don't know. But, yeah, the arc list that I'm looking at, it has, it says Phantom Troop after Heaven's Arena. Ooh, really? Let me, uh, let me take a look. This is fascinating for everyone at home. Yeah, uh, the one I'm looking at home is uh, Heaven's Arena, then York New City, and then Greed Island. Hmm. Yeah. So, uh, maybe it's titled differently. I don't know. But uh, after Heaven's Arena, it's called York New City Arc. So, deal with it, bitches. Uh, yeah, but no, uh, Karapika, he's folded back into the mix and I'm very interested to learn. I kind of feel like, I don't know, uh, Kiwa and Gon, they're learning, uh, Nen in this private school, you know, and Karapika, he's learning it on the fucking streets. He's out there in the trenches getting dirty. Like he already got his hunter card stolen by his new master. That's, that's hard knocks. That's lesson number one. That's pretty dope. Yeah. Um. Yeah, definitely. The fuck are you Sorry, doing I over was, there? I was still. I was just like looking at something. Um. Stop. Just bitch. I, we're I, recording. I was, I was looking up. You know, Hunter Hunter final episode. Stop. Final episode spoilers. Stop. Stop doing that. We have an episode to record. All right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Come on. I, All right. Come on. Let's get back into it. Yeah. So gone. He's got those green boots. Uh. Yeah, kicking butt. and that jacket. Yeah, kicking butt, taking names. Uh, let, no, he got into a fight with that dude with the tops. Um, he learned how to dodge by uh, using Zetsu, I guess, by uh, nullifying all of his Nen in his body. Is yeah. what Master Wing said at one point, I think. And he was surprised because he said it should take it in months to even learn such a, I... a technique. <laughs> Yeah, really quick. I just have to like one thing that was just I I laughed when it happened was you know when like I forget exactly when it happened, but it was you know I think it was like when they get to the two hundredth floor, I think, and they're like I think it's like after they kind of see the next like that group of that trio of mm-hmm. yeah um, those bad boys uh, opponents and and it's like you know right after they're kind of like have trained a little bit with um, master wing and master wings. Like, you know, it, it could take you months and months and months to learn this stuff. And then like the woman who's like taking their info or whatever and telling them about stuff, they're like, yeah. So the fights are like, you can just take your time. Like you can take <laughs> a couple months to fight, you know, to do your next fight. And I'm like, Oh, how, how convenient, how convenient. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, which <laughs> is insane because like, I didn't exactly catch that part at first. Like I went back and I had to rewind because Gon gets hurt 
and he's like he ha- he has to heal for he's, four months. And yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is gonna happen then? So I went back, and then it, yeah, they said like you can pick and choose. Like you can either uh, just sit back and hang, or you can uh, do your bouts. Yeah, interesting, very cool. Yeah, that's yeah. It's just yeah. It's very odd to see the trajectory so far of hunter hunter because like typically you think in shonen well it's like okay you get the bright-eyed protagonist you get a little crew together and then there's a big training arc and you train and train and train and then you face the world but it's like it kind of started with an exam that's kind of training but not really Mm. and they finish that and it's like not really much of anything and now there's training it's it's a little but it's i mean the zoldic estate was sort of training as well my friend because don't yeah. you remember mm-hmm. the first bout kilo said hey man you had to push those doors open didn't you just do that again yeah. so gone was pushing kilo was chopping and they made it all the way to the 200th floor using the power of friendship and chops mm-hmm. and pushes pushes and chops it's beautiful yeah. love to see it yeah I, yeah i agree i agree Okay. Everything, okay. everything, you know, every day in the shoe, in those, every day in those green shoes, every mile mm-hmm. in those green bad boys is uh, a tra- is training. If you, dope, yeah, one hundred percent. Um, but yeah, what else was going? I mean, yeah, the Nen stuff was big. Um, those the fight, yeah. So basically, with fights, it was like Gon versus the, I forget his name, the like ghost looking dude with the tops. Gita. And then it was just that and Hisoka versus Castro. Castro. And then um, it was those three dudes kidnapping Zuchi Lozuch and threatening both Gon and Kilowa. But Kilowa did not know this. And Kilowa had told them, like, yo, you guys can fight me and I'll, I'll lose the fight whatever just give me a little zuchi back which is odd to me i didn't think that he would give a shit about zuchi he normally doesn't care about anyone except for gone yeah. so i wonder if this is just uh Kilua, like growing more as a person and letting more people in or if it's because master wing taught him like ren and he's ultimately going to use that to defeat his brother so he feels indebted to master wing who is also training zuchi i don't know Either way, he tells the guys, look, I'll lose the fights, but you leave Gon out of this and you give me back Zuchi. But then he finds out that they also went to Gon and threatened him too. So all bets are off. Bad boy Kilowa drops in on, I don't even know his name. Uh, shit, let me look it up. Should I look it up? I'll look it up. Sure. I'm going to look I, up uh, his name. I forget his name. Um, yeah. The dude with the uh, droopy ass eyes. Yeah, he had a melty face, old melty face. Um, fucking Kilowa drops in there, uh, quick as a devil, silent as a mouse, with a knife to the uh, top of the skull. And he was like, look, I already told you once. I'm not telling you again. You came at my boy, so you come at us, uh, I'm going to fucking kill you. Like, that's it. If I see you again, I will kill you. Which, I mean, look. Are you allowed to kill your you're allowed to kill your opponent in the tournament, right? Uh you are. I no, you are because so. that's the thing. Hasoka, he had eight wins, three forfeits, no losses. And all the wins were kills. So this guy 
who had been kill he was the newbie killer this guy who had been killing so many uh contestants and had fought throughout this entire tower who was already on the 20 uh, 200th floor who had been a user of nen and ten and ren and all that shit came in contact with kilowa one-on-one for like a few seconds and was shook to the point where he forfeit the match and didn't show up which means that he lost everything correct by the way that uh kilowa broke it down earlier where he was saying like the higher you go the more risk I mean, the more chance you have to win or the, the greater your prize is to win but the greater the risk is to lose because mm, once you lose yeah. you lose everything so like you fight to the death he could have forfeit like he could have fought and like just like bowed out or got tko tko'd but kilowa oh my god this kid they're like he is so fucking savage week after week they they just show me more and more why he is everything that i want to be in my personal life hmm. did i startle you are you okay no, yeah, I just dropped something. Um, okay. So you want to be like Killua in your daily Yeah, life. I can't see any reason why I shouldn't be. Hmm. Um, yeah, he loves his friends. Impeccable dresser. Hmm. Gets what he wants. Yeah, I mean, who who wouldn't want that, really? Right. Um, what, I mean, we, we kind of are, we already talked about the the Hisoka fight, but I'm just curious, like, it's interesting, like, I feel like the aftermath of that fight where I I feel like I'm starting to see a little bit of a a pattern with, like, some of these bigger encounters and fights and stuff in Hunter x Hunter and just other things in general where, like, uh, it's like they'll show you something and then time mm, will pass and then they go yeah, back and, and they exp- take you back and they explain yeah. everything like i think it's inherently a cool idea but like i we've already seen it a few times and i'm not sure if it's going to turn into like an annoying kind of crutch cuz i'm like what in the aftermath when he was getting stitched up by you know what's her face and he's kind of recounting the whole thing i'm like i'm like okay like i'm glad that we're finding out exactly how he did everything but at the same time i'm like why couldn't we just know that yeah why couldn't we have watched the battle like in this instance like i don't know that it was that more that much more effective seeing the aftermath or seeing it in the aftermath rather than just seeing it up front i don't know i'm I'm a little conflicted about it but i think it's kind of weird that it like keeps keeps happening like over and over again but Right, they have gone to that well pretty... Uh, well, I mean, that's a, that's the thing. Again, are they going to the well that often or does it just keep coming up so frequently because we're watching these episodes smash together seven at a time, you know? Yeah, it's possible. And I mean, like, even though we haven't gone through that many episodes yet, like, in the... You know, because the story was unfolding originally in the manga. So, like, at this point, like, I think it's, like, I can't remember, like maybe like 40 something chapters. I mean, this is probably like, you know, two years or something of. Oh, wow. Story unfolding. I, I don't know. Okay. So I'm not yeah, sure maybe they've done this week. like three or four times. Yeah. So like in, in the course of like a year or two, at least like, all right. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's not, 
not not too big of a deal, but yeah, we can we can forgive it. All right, he gets a pass at this point. <laughs> Actually, really quick, did you? If we're talking about like tidbits of like Hunter Hunter yeah. and history and stuff. Something that I actually knew before we started, but um, I, I was he talked about it once in like a manga like opening panel or something um, when they got married. But the author of Hunter Hunter is actually married to the author of Sailor Moon. What? Yeah. Really? They're a pa- anime manga power couple. Wow, that's fucking cool, man. That's really cool. Yeah. I used to really enjoy Sailor Moon when I was a kid. That's fucking dope. Yeah. Cause like, wow. I knew that. And like, I never knew. And I think like somewhere in like chapter like 20 or something, and like the opening panel, like before it's it started, like he did these little cute illustrations of like him and his now wife. But he's like, hey, me and, uh, her name like we got married and it was great and here was the day and he did these little drawings mm. of it and i was like that's dope and i was like oh yeah i should bring that up but have you ever watched sailor moon not really no yeah i've never there's there's like all the basically all the like og kind of like classic anime i've never really like hmm. got into I remember like loving Sailor Moon when I was a kid, and of yeah. course, like nowadays, the uh, the memes. You gotta love the memes with uh, tuxedo mask. Yeah, I've I've seen a lot of that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we haven't seen Gon use his little sniffer at all in the tournament arc. Not right. that he'd really need to, but I guess you're not going to that well anymore. So you're welcome, Nathaniel. You're yeah. crying about that. That's true. No, I mean, it doesn't bother me that much, but I just suspect it's going to be just that random convenient thing that just pops up, pops up whenever, whenever they need it, when he needs to smell something, he'll, he'll remember to smell, but isn't that how noses work? Yeah. Yeah. You're right. It it is how noses work. All right, then. Jeez Louise. Give Um, my guys some fucking respect. Um, but yeah, anything else uh, you want to talk about for these episodes? Uh, no, nah, I'm just hyped to see uh, where this tournament arc ends and what's going on with Karapika. I can't believe I'm actually saying that, but I'm excited to see what's going on with this guy yeah. because he's sort of the outlier right now, and I'm interested to see him uh, like hone his skills differently than the other guys. You know, I yeah. want to see if he learns any different techniques. Definitely. And like, it's, uh, I think they set it up with what's, you know, Karapika's, whatever you want to call it, training arc. Like it, it's like the way, I don't know, you know, we don't know what's going to happen or what it's going to look like necessarily, but Karapika's setup for his training arc seems a lot more like classic than, yeah. um, the, uh, gone and cause gone and Killua, it's like, they're in a nice fancy building. There's they're like at a private boarding school the, or some shit. There's man. like a nerdy guy teaching them, but like with Karapika, he's like out in the woods. It's windy. There's and, some drifter and rain drifter with a duffel bag. Yeah. And he, and you know, like he already like beat the shit out of Karapika. And he's like, all right, let's <laughs> train. And they like walk into the darkness of the forest. And I'm like, okay, yeah. like, that seems like more of like what I, feel like a training arc normally is so yeah it's yeah man cool to see that i'm hyped to see that and i'm hoping 
and okay, it's. I would love to see Gon and Kilawa's powers manifest before, uh, like I want to see them sooner rather than later, but I also feel like it's sort of a cheat if we see them too soon, but they've like, they keep ascending with these, uh, powers like so fucking rapidly. Like yeah. each episode master wing is like, Oh, you shouldn't master this in like three months. And they have it in a week and a half. And he's like, oh, shit, okay. And he's even questioning if he's created a monster. So I'm wondering what exactly these powers are going to be that manifest from Gon and Kilowa. And how exactly they're able to use them in their fighting styles, you know? Because they don't even, they don't do martial arts. You know? Uh, right. Zuchi is the one who does martial arts. They, Kilowa just knows how to kill and Gon is a hunter. Like, he knows how mm. to track things and he's stronger than he should be. But, yeah, I'm just hyped to see uh, what it means for these two characters to evolve. For all of them to evolve, really. I want to see what happens next. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, it's definitely exciting because, yeah, I still feel like even though we're, like, a little bit of a ways in now uh, to the overall story, like, it still feels like, yeah, we're still in the kind of, like, they haven't really been unleashed into the world yet you know? right like right. They're, they're still they've done a lot of things and been a lot of places but it's still like f- i feel like yeah no uh i just feel like at the end of this arc is going to be right when the storage breaks open I, you know when they get yeah. to york new city that's going to be the start i feel that's what i'm hoping yeah like i i want to see them have all the tools that they need to like really be unleashed and to really start doing stuff like if anywhere, that's where Leorio is going to be. He's going to be, yeah, I said, he's going to be a doctor at York New City or some shit. He's going to be studying there. That's where they'll bump into him. Yeah, I can't, yeah, we're going to get the whole crew back together. Maybe even Pucci will be a part of, or Zucci. I keep calling him Pucci, my mistake. It's Zucci. Zucci will be a part of the crew, maybe. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I'm, I'm intrigued. Yeah, me too. Well, yeah, so I guess next episode we'll be finishing up I assume the heavens, the heavens arena arc, heavens arena arc, and on to uh, York, New City. So, yeah, look out for that, guys. Yeah. So cool. I guess that wraps up Hunter Hunter talk for this week. Do you want to devote a little bit of time to? We've uh, the past couple episodes uh, here and there. We've been talking about the famous German anime but live action show Dark. And I just finished season two. Do you want to rap about this for a couple minutes? Nah. No, I'm kidding. Of course I do. What's up, bro? You finished it? Cool. Uh, Yeah, so I finished season two. And yeah, I I was really into season two overall. I think. um, Wow. Okay. there There was a lot of stuff that I enjoyed. A few things that with the ending i feel like i'm hesitant about uh but i mean let's just start with that one episode whatever it was like episode six where he goes back to the day where uh his father i mean that episode was i mean it was lit as the kids nathaniel i have been waiting two weeks for you to finish that fucking episode do you understand that yeah i mean it was like that 
that episode is like everything you want from a show like this. It, like, right. Cause it, it's like all the buildup, like everyone's just been in like time hell for, you know, a season and a half. And then to finally like see all these characters in like the original context, but there's all this like new meaning behind everything. Yeah, and you get so many answers, but then you're left with a few more questions, you know? Yeah, definitely. And like, yeah, I mean, a bunch of like heartbreaking scenes like with oh my god michael jonas and michael like and then Uh. like just i had a feeling in my gut that like when they started to have that conversation that i'm like what if michael like wasn't gonna do it and like this is what (sighs) prompts him like that's like i had that like gut feeling that i'm like what if jonas starts saying this and michael is like what and then that's kind of oh my god what happened and i was like fuck if you just didn't say anything he never would and then yeah i mean but he there was no way he was not going to because claudia walked in and she was like you have to <laughs> yeah you know <laughs> we all have a part to play you have that, to kill yourself tonight dude that's like the last thing i want to happen in my life is for someone like two people to walk in and be like you got to <laughs> yeah, like it, yeah. it's done you got to do your part and i'm like wait it's no. for the greater good what do you mean? I got I got plans tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. No, you That's do like, not have plans. It's the last thing I want people to tell me on a windy, rainy night. Uh, but would you believe it? Yeah, probably not. I would just be like, okay, yeah, definitely. I'll definitely do that tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get um, right to it. But yeah, and like those scenes with like, just all the scenes with Michael were just fascinating because like we just haven't had him around right. and like to see him like peering out the window oh like, my god at his parents and, and and to have like hannah down there like staring at mickle being like wait what you know like what like you, she like oh what? you thought she picked up on it oh yeah well she she kind of did she had like yeah. weird deja vu she, yeah where yeah, she yeah, was yeah. like oh i just had like deja vu and like yeah yeah, yeah. that's um, true but I mean, it also, it goes back into, it also talks about sort of like Michael's mental condition. You were sort of asking like what his life was like after he went back to, or after he time traveled to 86, like, was he just living that entire, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, kind of. He was watching everyone up into a point and then he just became this recluse of a man, you know, where he couldn't go out and he didn't want to yeah. interact because he just he saw his old family and it fucked with his head so much. Ugh. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean, it Dark is such a weird show in the sense that like I'm like everything that happens, I'm so like like on board with all the characters and like the, I I feel the tension and I feel the anguish of everything but there's at the same time i'm like i don't know what the fuck is happening oh uh, no you do not like i there and it's we said this before i think when we were talking about season one but i'm just like i don't i really don't know if the writers are like complete geniuses or if they're just throwing shit at the fucking wall if it helps i guess they had it all planned out from the beginning Okay, I mean, I, I guess that helps. Um, yeah, it's and each like the dates on the episodes 
like that's when the series would air each season mm, wow so they planned it out you know yeah um but yeah i mean i would be lying if i said i was following most especially like in the last couple episodes when everything's like ramping up and you're just like ping-ponging like rapid fire between the 20s and the 50s and the and the eight not too much in the 80s honestly but like especially in the 20s and everything and like i really was not totally i like all these dynamics now with noah and we find out that fucking magnus and um francisca right is yeah is yeah like the two of them are involved and like yeah and, and, like, oh wait, wait wait in the future you saw them you find they yeah, finally yeah. said their names or whatever okay yeah cool, yeah cool, cool. um like they they called out magnus explicitly but they didn't so yes. much call out francisca and i was like okay i assume that's yeah because they kind of hold hands later on so you're led to believe that's her yeah yeah her. so like they're involved and like noah starts going off the rails and and i was just i i was definitely like mo the most um in the dark about uh <laughs> all of that shit like noah's mm. like demise at the hands of noah or noah's demise at the hands of adam i was like mm. not totally following that how is it that wait he didn't adam didn't kill noah or it would no it, but it was um what's noah name? tried to kill adam and then agnes killed Noah. yeah yeah, yeah. but i mean like yeah. noah or adam's like the puppet master right i mean is he? I don't fucking know. As far as I can tell, I mean, like, it seems like he's kind of calling the shots down in his little fucking bunker. Oh, you mean Adam's a puppet master? Yeah. You said Noah. Oh, sorry. I, sorry. Meant, I meant Adam. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I But, yeah, I, and, you know, uh, wait. Do you want to talk about the end of, wait, what, what, what well, were you about to say? I don't know. It uh, there's there's too much that's just like completely up in the air that I'm like, and yeah that last episode like there was there was a ton like a lot of great moments, um, like all the stuff with like middle aged, uh Jonas and, um mm, Marta and Marta were really like heartbreaking. Um, yeah, man. And I I like to see that version of Jonas like more vulnerable like when he starts like really breaking down and like right because ultimately he this has all been about saving uh marta and like keeping everyone undoing it all you know and he gets to see her again and then yeah yeah but i mean before we get to that moment like just that final episode like the final like 20 minutes or whatever it's just like ping-ponging between all these fucking people and like <laughs> uh it's just uh, there's so many like um pieces up in the air that like I, I don't even know where to start but yeah i mean the big thing that like i just i i was like oh man like when fucking alternate reality marta shows up and <laughs> i knew that that was gonna be it like when she showed up i'm like there's no way she's from well, it was funny though because yeah, he says, "What time are you from?" Yeah, and when he said he that, explicitly, I was like, I was like "He's yeah. teeing her up. He's teeing her yeah. up." Yeah, because everyone up until this point, the whole question has been like, 
where are you from? And everyone always says it's not where, but when. So when middle-aged Jonas says, uh, or not middle-aged Jonas, but when um, regular Jonas says, what time are you from to this Marta? It tees her up to say, it's not what time, it's what world. Yeah, and I'm just like, <laughs> there's only like eight episodes left, and you're you're like opening that Pandora's box of like alternate realities now. Like, I hmm. I don't I don't have my mind wrapped around the all the time travel, and now there's alternate worlds. It's like, if there's alternate worlds, then what wh- what do you give a shit about this world? Then like, just go to go fix your own world. Like, Nathaniel. I can't answer these I know. questions I know, for I you, know. buddy. I, but I'm just oh like, that's, my god! That's where my head's at right now. Is like, great. There's an alternate universe, or probably a billion alternate universes. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean the the whole like Charlotte Elizabeth are their own yes. mothers. I, okay, so initially I forgot to bring this up when we talked about this last, but my prediction after it was revealed that Noah was Charlotte's dad and there was all mm-hmm. this mystery around the mom, I initially thought maybe that she was her own mother somehow. Hmm. That was, that was like where my, How? I don't know. She goes back in time and sleeps with Noah and then gives birth huh. to herself. I don't know. That's, that's like where my, my head was at. <laughs> okay. But, yeah, the fact that they're yeah, her daughter is her own mother. Yeah, so that's goofy. Um, but man, you still there's a lot that you have not seen. So there's more to all of these stories, you know. Yeah. You think it's just there's one level of fucked up, and then there's okay. You still haven't seen season three level of fucked up. So we'll have to talk more about that particular story I, later. I assume that like at some point, like I wouldn't be surprised if it gets to the point where like literally everyone is like, I mean, everyone's already fucking related. I don't know how much crazier it can get like, but I assume, Hmm. I assume crazier. I mean, there are like family tree videos out there on YouTube. There are the dark Wikipedia is insane, like breaking down all the timelines and who meets who and when. So you really need to take a look at all of that shit after because it's fascinating. And just like the different meanings of like the symbolism of, let's say the pendant that Mm. a character wears that pops up through different timelines, you know? Yeah. There's a lot of shit. Um, Yeah. Well, I'm definitely intrigued to say the least about how it's going to wrap up and what season three is going to do but yeah like some random like thought extra thoughts about season two like i i feel i was pretty underwhelmed by pretty much like all of the alexander and like the inspector kind of stuff like it it just yeah it goes absolutely nowhere it seems just like a means to an end for them to like you just need someone to be there to like unearth the the barrels um right right but then the the barrels aren't even the top they're just like rocks with no uh there's there's dark matter in the barrels 
Okay, but they just have rocks in them. No, that was concrete on top of the barrels. They broke up the concrete and there was barrels and they opened up one of the barrels with dark matter in it. Yeah, but it looks like, I mean, maybe it's just a visual thing, but I don't know. Yeah, I know. But when they opened it, it looked like inside the barrel, like it was like, it looked like dark matter on top of like rocks. Like it it looked like it was filled with rocks. Like that was my first thought before the dark matter started to, go up into the big mass was I was like because Charlotte was like don't open it don't open it and they open it and I was like oh it's just rocks like I thought it was a total hmm. thing but then the dark matter comes out because because that's what yeah. they, that's what they thought they were burying right was waste like toxic waste yeah they were but did Alexander know it was dark matter or did he think no he didn't know shit yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, they thought they were burying, like, nuclear waste, but it's dark. I mean, dark matter is not nuclear waste, right? I don't know. I I haven't read up on dark matter recently, mm. Nathaniel. Okay. I don't know what it is. All right, all right. But apparently it's, you can time travel with it. So you get me some and I'm out of here. That's what I understand. Yeah. Um. Uh, what was up with Hannah? What was she up to? Uh, in season two, what did she ah, do? That dude, was wacky. She's fucking in the fifties now, and they made it seem like she's gonna like sleep with Egon or something. Oh, your boy Egon. Yeah, hmm. and I'm like, that was my initial thought. Like, okay, she goes back. I'm like, okay, obviously she'd want to go back and see Ulrich because she's fucking psycho and she's obsessed with him. Their whole scene was wacky. Like I, I, I really liked that scene. Like, I, I would say it's heartbreaking, but you would say it's wacky. Well, okay. That's I mean, fair. yeah, it's, it's heartbreaking. Um, I mean that, re- that scene was like, they're playing yakety sacks. I, I thought maybe like early on in season two and like leading up to that, that there was some like redemption or like some better path forward for Hannah. But like after that scene, I'm like, she's done, man. Like <laughs> she's, a monster and like oh, poor Ulrich is just like he's like yeah yeah I yeah you're the one I ask you I ask you is she a monster I, I only ask because so many people have there's there's so many Hannah haters out there and then there are people out there who defend Hannah she's a lot like Gabby uh in yeah. our Attack sure. on Titan talk. I guess I I'll save my ultimate judgment for the end but I still feel like with what I know now, like I would personally, I would need a greater justification to leave a man trapped in the past to perish than just, (laughs) Oh, you, you lied to me. You lied and you don't really, you don't really like me that much. Like, I don't know. I I would need a little more than that. Hmm. Like they had an affair. Like it's he doesn't owe. They don't owe each other anything. Like that's what. Well, if they don't owe each other anything, wouldn't you argue that she does not owe him a life raft to twenty nineteen? I would argue that those are extreme circumstances, and I would do someone a Mm. solid if, like, if someone that (laughs) if I maybe had a slight like a falling out with someone, if they were trapped in the fifties, I might. I might throw him, I might give him one. Like I might uh, help him out hmm. a little. And that's in that rare circumstance. 
You know, I'd be a dick about it, and I'd probably leave him in like eighty-four. I wouldn't even take him back to mm-hmm. somewhere they. I'd I'd pull a uh, a Jonas and I'd drop him off, like close but not close enough. Yeah, like I would if if someone like yeah, it's it, it starts to get a little murky if it's in the eighties because I'm like, okay, you'll you'll get back here. You'll, you'll figure it out. You'll you'll get you back. You'll get back to twenty nineteen or twenty twenty. You'll just be a little bit older. eventually. Yeah, um, maybe but, but the, it's up to you. But the fifties, you're like dying in the eighties. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, or maybe he's not. We'll see. There's season three, man. I, I just can't like for Hannah to just be like, and that's the last scene we see in season two. For her to just be like, you know what? I'm kind of done with 2020. I'm just gonna like hang out in the fifties, and then she's like giving eyes to Egon, and so I'm like, wait a minute, wh- where's this like? If they follow through with that, I'm starting to like rack my brain and I'm like, whose kid is this? <laughs> like who's like another fucking weird dark horse like son or daughter of uh Egon, like illegitimate child that's walking around? Like who's some <laughs> random character that I haven't thought about? Um that's that's where my head went. Um Yeah, I mean, as it should. So I mean I, what's What's Bartage up to? Have we seen Bartage? Like, what's he doing? He's. I kind of. I'm feeling bad for for Bartage. Like, he's. Uh, he's just been Bart. walking around with like a busted up face. Like, he's just sort of like. Every scene, he's got this like bewildered look on his face, where he's just like, ah. he's like, guys, what you know? We need the time machine, and Magnus and Marta and them are like, we don't fucking have it. We gave it to our mom, and he's like, oh, and he's like, oh yeah, he's like, fuck damn it like oh noah's gonna be so pissed and i'm like noah's dead in the 20s my guy like noah's not coming to save you oh now we got young boy noah walking around that's true um cock of the walk how do you feel about young noah yeah i mean he's interesting it's hard to like take him seriously though like after we've seen noah's demise or uh Hmm. yeah like it's like you know he's walking around like super cocky and i'm like and eh, we just kind of saw you die. Yeah, but do you believe that there's a way to change the future? Like, did that Noah die in order for this Noah to live a different path? Or will that Noah now continue and only die the same way his older self did? I mean, I would hope that everything can change. Hmm. So, yeah. I would hope everything can change. I still, maybe it's like, I don't know if I missed something or if it was like spelled out somewhere and I'm just totally like not completely grasping it, but I'm not completely sure I understand Adam's motivations yet with where it leaves things in season two. Like he said things like, you know, in the, he has not said specifically okay because like yeah we hear you know not yet all we keep hearing about is like claudia is like one side noah's the other side but then we have these scenes of like young jonas and middle-aged claudia kind of working together and that kind of muddies the water and then but then you have like adam saying shit to young jonas like you'll understand what like things are going to happen to you that are going to change the way you look at everything. And then it seems like he might be referencing 
when he shoots Marta. Like, that's the thing that's going to change everything. But I'm like, but you did that. So I'm like, he's clearly setting him his younger self up to be in his position. At least that's what it kind of seems like now. So, I, I, yeah, I, I still, um, yeah, I definitely don't have a grasp on his plan. Um, and the whole... Okay. Yeah, just the whole struggle between old Claudia and, like, Adam is still murky to me but mm. i'm sure we'll be spending tons of time in an alternate reality and i'm sure it's all gonna get wrapped up neatly <laughs> in, in the alternate reality hey we got eight episodes and just keep in mind like i said the writers they they yeah. plan this all out so you have to keep that in mind they knew what they were doing i'm yeah and this is germany man they're minimalist you know they trim all that fat it's true they're giving you exactly what you need and that's why it's all those quick cuts from the 20s to the 50s to the 30s, or not the 30s, but the 80s. Dude, you didn't see where they ended up, did you? At the end of season two? Uh, where I, I don't know where Marta- anyone ended up. Everything was like right before it happened. Like literally the last moments of everyone's thing were like a flash. The bomb. Or the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know where the anyone dark matter. wound up. Okay. But- I'm curious to know what you think of uh where bartage magnus francisca and middle age Jonas, uh where they end up i just whatever you uh, i can't wait I, 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 just please okay just whatever your initial th- thoughts are whenever they do pop up there just text me what you think i just i want the text all right. that's all so them specifically yeah, that's okay. all. I just want to know your thoughts on where they end um, up. That's all. Yeah. The last thing I'll say is just we didn't get a lot of this alternate reality, Marta, but her attitude, her whole vibe. I'm not sure if mm. I'm into it. Um, Why? She's like a bad girl. She's like, oof, I'm here to sit. Come with me if you want to live. Exactly. It's just I can't. I don't know. It's What's wrong with that? That's classic alt world energy, bro. You've already had Stranger uh, Jonas coming back with with that drifter energy, with that like ap- apocalyptic shit. Now you have the alt world uh, Marta energy, where but, she's like a little edgier. She's got bangs and she's got a scar on her face. I know. It just seems like they. I would rather that come across in the character rather than like her fucking look. You know, like just her <laughs> whole visual vibe. I'm just, and then she's got that. Uh, I can't with what? this like technology, like her fucking little golden orb. Like, I can't. Um, I can't deal with. Oh this. my god! I, I can't wait to tell you about that time machine. When I tell you, oh, it's gonna. You're gonna. Oh god! I can't. I can't. About that the orb. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I'm. I'm not into the orb. I, I can't deal. It's with not an orb, but a sphere. We'll talk more. And we'll talk more about it later. All right, fine. Yeah, uh, so I'm Mamma Mia. I'm I'm it's I'm in a weird place where I'm completely invested and I'm like very skeptical of certain <laughs> certain things, but hey, it's all gonna be over in eight episodes and I can't wait to see what happens. Yeah, man, I'm very hyped. Um are you gonna pace this out with Hunter Hunter? Um should we just like do the seven episodes of Hunter Hunter and Recorder. Are we waiting until uh, the next Attack on Titan drops? What are we doing? Um, 
I mean, I'm sure that we'll be able to get through these next yeah. episodes of Hunter Hunter really quick. So it's probably going to take me a little while to get through season three. So I would say we could record next week, maybe. Like right, midweek if you want. And maybe, Whoa, midweek? I don't know. Anytime. <sighs> okay. What? But that early, just means I have week? to put... Monday? Well, maybe. Tuesday. It just means I have to put off watching Hunter Hunter unless I watch it multiple times. Uh, no, just... Uh, just watch it and I'll try I'll, I'll try and blast through like tomorrow or something. Okay. Cool. Whenever you just give me like a reasonable heads up when you're like almost done and I'll I'll make sure I see it. What? Okay. Well, no, I'm just trying to think of like what's the best way to do an episode because I mean if we blast through these Hunter Hunter episodes, we'll have seven episodes of Hunter Hunter to talk about. But what else are we going to talk about if we don't have Attack on Titan or, you know, any other anime to talk about? Mm-hmm. Um, Which is... I um, I think that it's not... I mean, our last episode was shorter. Okay, um, and, fair enough. And plus, had like, some we talked ones. about last episode, I think, there's like 150 episodes of Hunter true, Hunter. We, true, We got a blast through them a little bit that's facts okay bro sounds good uh guys that was a little behind the scenes production meeting we're not going to charge you for that um but we are going to start a patreon soon enough um if you're going to be a wastelander top tier uh patreon um what is that entry level thing is going to be 37 dollars <laughs> um <laughs> that's an easy 37 that's bucks and what do you get for that you asked um we're gonna you get the episodes as they air when they come out when they, they hit out. your feed with everyone else you're get you're with you're the everyman all right you're getting those wasteland uh episodes with everyone else yeah the and, common and the common a, folk. as a little bonus just as a you know bang for your buck on your patreon account we're gonna text you a little emoji of like a thumbs up yeah for putting in the, at, those hard dollars as soon as uh, you download the episode and submit a review, you will get a thumbs up from us. You have to screenshot the review, and yeah, but that's exactly how you become part of the Wasteland Patreon fan club. Uh, $37 entry fee and uh, $5 <laughs> annual fee every week. <laughs> annual every week. Yeah. Yeah. It's a uh, gig economy is not easy out there. You know, it's it's rough. Yeah. So uh, thank you guys for listening. This has been Wasteland and Anime Podcast. Next week we will be coming at you with the last seven episodes of the Heavens Arena arc. Can't wait to see who ends up on top. Gon, Hisoka, Killua. Tune in next week to find out. See ya. <laughs>